Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, July 3rd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Pinball machine repair is a specialized job. Because of the machine's combinations of electronic, mechanical, and digital parts, fixing them requires a lot of skill. For the average pinball player, the way it works is indistinguishable from magic because of all the physics and the magnets and the way that the ball moves. But it's pretty straightforward. Some pinball repair pros at a bar in South St. Louis speak with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton in just a few minutes. Thousands are still without power following weekend storms in the St. Louis region. The hardest-hit areas include St. Clair and Washington counties in Illinois. Washington County officials have issued a disaster declaration. Some St. Louisans are still under a precautionary boil advisory after severe storms in the region caused a water treatment plant to temporarily lose power Saturday. The city's water division canceled warnings for South City and near Midtown, but a boil advisory is still in effect for parts of North St. Louis. Medicaid recipients in Missouri are now at risk of getting kicked off the rolls for the first time in three years. Federal pandemic emergency protections barred some states from removing people from the government-funded health insurance program for low-income people and families. Nancy Kelly is a health advocacy director for Missouri Foundation for Health. She'll be watching to see if people are getting kicked off because they forgot to mail in forms or made other procedural mistakes. What is happening? What can we learn about? who is losing coverage that so that we can then turn around and work with our partners. Missouri officials are taking more than a year to redetermine patient eligibility month by month. A Missouri Circuit Court judge has temporarily blocked St. Louis from using federal money to help people access abortions. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones signed legislation last year that would have set aside $1 million in federal coronavirus relief funds. The money would be used for child care and hotels for people seeking abortions, as well as doulas and lactation consultants. The Missouri Attorney General's office filed a lawsuit claiming the city's legislation was unconstitutional. In a statement, Attorney General Andrew Bailey says the court's decision upheld state law standing for the sanctity of life. A spokesperson for Jones declined comment as the judge considers a final ruling. Roughly a year after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, Illinois will release less information about who gets an abortion in the state. Kristen Schorsch reports. The Illinois Department of Public Health announced a shift in the way the state collects and reports data on abortion. They say the goal is to protect the privacy and safety of patients and providers. Illinois is a haven for abortion rights, and since Roe fell, Abortion has been banned or heavily restricted throughout much of the South and Midwest. The state will continue to report summary data about the total number of abortions to residents and out-of-state patients. But they will no longer say which state's patients come from or break down the counties where Illinois patients live. I'm Kristen Schorsch. Many Missourians are not aware that some kinds of birth control are legal in the state. A right-time survey finds that more than 50% of Missourians do not believe or know that emergency contraception is legal. Right-time is an initiative of the Missouri Foundation for Health and the Missouri Family Health Council. Council Executive Director Michelle Trupiano says opponents of reproductive health services have run intentional misinformation campaigns for years about medication abortions and emergency contraception. 
And so, of course, many people are then confused. A lot of people think that they are the same medication when, in fact, they are very two different types of medication. Emergency contraception prevents a pregnancy, and then, of course, medication abortion actually terminates a pregnancy. The council launched its free EC initiative last month, distributing more than 5,500 free emergency contraception kits. The cost to store grain at elevators or farmer-owned cooperatives is high right now. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports that's due to growing interest rates, high crop prices, and rising transportation costs. Grain elevators are paying more than ever to store farmers' wheat, corn, and soybeans. As a result, ag economists expect many elevators and co-ops will likely pay less for grain this year to offset the high storage costs. Scott Hari, who buys grain for a co-op in Oakville, Illinois, about 40 miles from St. Louis, says the market's been a challenge for elevators and co-ops, too. It's, it's frustrating from the standpoint you're not able to make the margins that you intend and think you should be able to make. Not really any fault of your own. Many in the grain markets say they'll keep a close eye on interest rates and drought conditions in the coming weeks. In Oakville, Illinois, I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Pinball machines take a lot of abuse. People bump them, hit them, and spill beer on them. And the machines at the Silver Ballroom in South St. Louis may bear the most wear and tear. The bar is one of the few places in the region that's focused solely on pinball. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports on the people who keep the machines running. Sunday night at the Silver Ballroom is Women's League. Christy Wilson's racking up a lot of points playing a machine from the 90s called Junkyard. By completing certain shots, a player collects junk and, if they're good enough, uses it to build a spaceship and ascend to outer space. Each one of them has a completely different objective, and so each one of them is telling you a story. This isn't to the stadium lights, is it? Because there's a couple on the Mm -hmm. bottom. Sunday nights are made possible by what happens on Wednesday afternoons. That's the day of the week when the techs come to repair the machines. Jake Flick is working on the Adams Family Machine, one of Silver Ballroom's 20 or so games. Its top is propped up like the hood of a car, and underneath are big bundles of wires in a rainbow of colors. Trying to find out why those switches in the game aren't registering, so looking at the manual to kind of figure out where the wires lead to on the circuit board. Lick consults the textbook size repair manual until he finds a complicated looking chart showing the game's electronic switches. Those function as the eyes of the machine. The ball will push something up or down and it says sends an electrical signal back to the board saying, hey, they did this, give them 100 points or whatever that might be. Pinball machine repair is a specialized job not a lot of people take on. Because of the machine's distinctive mix of electronic, mechanical, and digital components, it takes a lot of skill. The Silver Ballroom was one of the first pinball-only arcades in the country, says owner Steve Doc Radin. How the uh, analog and the digital work together, and uh, it's, like, it's like nothing else like them. But I think I just love them. I just love them so much. The name, which refers to the silver balls inside a pinball machine, came to his wife in a dream. A lot of people don't put that together. I get calls all the time for ballroom dancing lessons. And I'm like, hey, you got the wrong, uh, let's see in ballroom dance to the Sex Pistols. You're in the wrong, you're in the wrong place. The only drag about owning a pinball bar, Doc Radin says, is keeping the machines running. 
Since the Silver Ballroom opened about 15 years ago, arcades and so-called barcades for adults have become more popular. But Doc Radin says a lot of people that repair pinball machines are getting old. The old guys are dying, are dying away. I gotta wear glasses and a headlight every time I work on the machines, you know, I'm getting old. Julian Barnes is one of the few younger techs in town. He used to be a middle school science teacher until he realized he was really good at fixing pinball machines. It's, it's definitely a dying art. Right now, he's working on a finicky flipper. That's one of the paddles that move when you press the buttons on the side of the machine. I would say for the average pinball player, the way it works is indistinguishable from magic because of all the physics and the magnets and the way that the ball moves. But it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. The game Barnes is working on, Creature from the Black Lagoon, based on the old movie, isn't exactly broken, but aficionados are always chasing a high score, he says. And if a flipper or switch isn't working flawlessly, they'll notice. Even in your best game, you're like, I think I can do better. And when guys and girls that are like obsessed with that come here to play and they see things that aren't perfect, that's getting in their way. Women's League member Christy Wilson, after she's done playing Junkyard, says the machines are total workhorses. They're being played sometimes on a tournament hundreds, hundreds of times a week. They're being beaten on. It is a full-time job to keep these machines up and running. She keeps coming back to pinball because of its combination of fantasy and story, lights, metal, and skill. But in order to respect the games, she says, you have to respect the people who keep them running. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Ashley Listendy is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. No podcast tomorrow as we take a break for July 4th. Have a great holiday. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.